I hate Hallmark movies. Yeah, same. It's literally the same thing every time. Like, oh, man and woman have feelings and then internal struggle develops and then they fall out of feelings even though they really want each other and then they end up getting together. Boom. Yeah, it's just like so predictable. Like, it's the same plot every single movie, you know? Why not just like try and do something new? Like, you and we should make a Christmas movie, Josette. That's what we should do. I agree. I feel like the world would benefit from us making a Christmas movie. I don't know if they would benefit from it, but I do know that it would definitely be different. See, and then who knows if it would even be a happy movie. Like, that's the big problem here, okay? Christmas movies do not need to be happy. Yeah, like, why can't somebody die once in a while? You know? Yeah. Why can't you just have a Christmas horror Hallmark movie? Actually, I would love to see a Christmas Hallmark horror movie. I mean, I know you have, like, Krampus or whatever the fuck Yeah, and, and Black Christmas. Yeah, but I feel like there's not enough of them. There should be more. What do you think a cheesy horror movie would look like? Like, a cheesy Christmas horror movie? Probably, like, a girl goes to her old town that's secretly, like, really into, like, paganism and sacrifices children and then she falls in love with the you know like head honcho of the pagans you know what i mean yeah he was so fuck you call he would be the i the way i envision it is he was like a high school sweetheart back in the day they were high school sweethearts right she leaves comes back to town and he was you know the the football captain quarterback right but now after she broke his heart because she left him, he's transformed into sacrificing children for Santa. Yeah, and on every Christmas, he transforms into this demon-like guy, you know? And just absolutely just, like, she sees him and she's like, that's hot. You know what I mean? And then she becomes his bitch you know what i mean yeah and then they both sacrifice babies to santa that would be my ideal christmas movie well um i'm just gonna go ahead and start the episode now okay welcome back everyone it is your favorite time of the week Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of All the Dirty Little Secrets with myself, Cameron, and of course, Josette. Yes, I am here too. I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, will Josette ever leave? And after five years of knowing her, I can tell you no, she doesn't. <laughs> I put in my two-week resignation like two weeks ago and I'm still here. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Joe, when this comes out, it's going to be on Wednesday the 8th, which means yes. three days after this gets posted, we fly to Washington, D.C. to compete for $100,000. Yes. Yes, we do. And oh I'm my gosh. super excited. I'm like, I'm getting so much more and more pumped for it. I actually struggled to sleep last night because I, all I could think about was what am I going to do 
<laughs> with $100,000. <laughs> and then, realistically, I know the answer is probably put it all in the bank. <laughs> Which is right. kind of disheartening. <laughs> taxes on that shit would not be fun. It wouldn't be, but I would still rather pay taxes on $100,000 than not have it at all. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That's true. And then, either way, you still get $1,000 just for yeah. being there. Yeah, no matter what. So, yeah. it's going to be fun to have a couple friends with us, too. Ethan and, and Matt will be there also, which is great. So, yeah. just excited for all the food that we're going to get, some of the sights we're going to get to see. All the seafood. Oh, my gosh. So much. So crab cakes. Ah, oh, yes. And my uncle told me about a pen store that's, like, literally right next to, to the White House, I think, right? Yeah, it's, like, it was? literally right down the road from it. Yeah, yeah. And I, if you know me, you know that I love pens. All of them. I have a specific pen that I usually write with. Just the fluidity of it is very important. Yeah, this pen store is, this pen store is crazy. Because when Josette told me about it, I went on their website, and they had a pen on sale for almost $3,500 for one pen. It's not like this pen was autographed by Abraham Lincoln or anything like that. Maybe it was, Cameron. Maybe it was. No, but like my uncle was telling me about it. He's like, I don't know if things have changed since COVID, but you know, if they're almost the same, then you should be able to just go in there and try like any of the pens they have available. And I was like, this is going to be the best day of my life. I am so excited. It'll be interesting. I uh, I will go and check it out and watch you geek out to your heart's desire. Yes. Plus, there's a giant pen on the sign. Yeah. You'll have to take a photo in front of it, Josette. <gasps> or I can just take a photo of it. No, I think we should take a photo with you in front of it, standing underneath it. Right. I like that idea. Right. It'll be a memory that you will be happy to have looking back in 30 years. Will it? That's it good will to be. Know. Yeah. You can show your kids, yeah, I went here. See, that's me. Wow, because I'm going to totally show my kids, like, look at this. I really like pen. I would get bullied by my kids. I feel like my kids would totally be bullies. Josette, if you love pens that much, I promise you 100% that you're going to geek out over it to your to your kids. Well, yeah. Without even realizing about it. it. <laughs> They'll probably be like, Mom, you're a nerd. And I'd be like, yeah, and so are you, because you, <laughs> by proxy, I birthed you, thus you are also, you know? Anyway. I don't think it works quite like that, but sure. <laughs> My kids are all going to be, like, so much cooler than me, and I'll just be like, okay, <laughs> thanks, leaving me in the dust here. Oh, man. Well, let's go ahead and get started with uh, a little look back on last week's episode, which was your challenge, where you had to do three TikToks, two of which I... I was very specific. Well, one of which I was very specific. One of which I left a little vague, and one which I let you do whatever the hell you wanted to. Yeah. So, Josette, tell us how that went. It went pretty good. Um, I like. Listen, I don't post on TikTok a lot, lot, and there's a reason because TikTok takes time and effort that I do not like to give. <laughs> it's just so annoying <laughs> to like you know, figure everything out. That's why, that's why I tried to be kind of nice about it though. I mean, the emoji challenge, the one where I was very specific, like this one, you have to do this. There's no wiggle room. That was a very easy one to do. There's no transition or anything like that that needs to be done with it. It's just like a 15 second video and boom, you're done. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, that one was the fastest one that I did. 
Um, so I ended up doing the Emoji Challenge, which if you has, haven't watched that, you can look on our um, podcast TikTok and see what that is. Which that is uh, at ATDLS pod. Yes. And then I did the, I don't even know what, it's a trend on TikTok. I don't even know what it is. The, the people just like yeah the head the head bob yeah, yeah i don't like, know exactly what that's called but i don't know what it's called either i don't even know if it has a name when you but, hear the music though and you see people nodding their head you you know exactly yeah, it's what like, that is yeah it's like yeah it's like a little hip-hop beat going on behind it exactly so i did that one um so the emoji challenge and then the transition are on our podcast page but that one the head bopping one is on mine which is just I don't even remember my username. Is it like Josette underscore Kiana or something? <laughs> I feel like that's my username for everything. And I feel like that's correct. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, you can you can see that um, on there. I don't know. There's not much to say about the head bopping one. The one that you had to put some effort into, though, that was the transition one. Yeah, the transition one, which... So, okay, so for those of you who are on TikTok a lot, you probably know this trend of, like, um, it's called the, uh, curl-up challenge, I think is what it's called, and so it's just, like, now it's time for the curl-ups, you know, like, the, the fitness ground pacer test, you know, like, that dude is doing, like, the, this time for the curl-ups, you know, ready, go, right, and so, um, people usually, like, put their phones up and then, like, down or whatever and show, like, different, well, some people show different looks, some people just show, like, the same one. Um, but different times, but basically you look like trash and then you like, look like when it like says up, you like go up and then you look better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When, when, so when it's down, you're basically just looking as basic as possible. There's no effort into what you're doing whatsoever, but it'll go up. And when you lift it up, it transitions into this sort of glamorous, really done up look or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. And then you go up, down, one. And when it goes back down, it goes back to your basic ass frumpy self. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm not saying Josette was basic ass frumpy. I'm saying in general, (laughs) basic ass frumpy. (laughs) I very much was. Um, Yeah, no, I had literally, you know, Cameron was, I'm pretty sure like last week, he's like, I need you to look like you like just rolled out of bed. Like that's one of the transitions. He's like, I need you to look like really bad. And I was like, I got you. Yeah, because it looks so good when someone looks really just... I don't, I don't know how to say it. when they just look meh and then it transitions into them glammed up like crazy. That's what I feel like makes that one so good is you're just like, damn, that's a glow up right there. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I did that one, which took five ever to figure out because like <sighs> there was no tutorials on it that I could find. There might have been some somewhere, but I wasn't about to like scroll five million years through TikTok and like figure it out, you know? Um, so I couldn't find a tutorial. I basically just was, it was me messing around with the app and trying to figure out like what was possible and what was not. Cause I was like, no way they're like looking good and then taking off all their makeup again and then looking bummy. I was like, that's not a thing. Like there's gotta be a way to do this. And so apparently like the way that I figured out you had to do it was you had to like, of course, like get your bummy self or whatever and film. And then when it says up, you stop filming and you can film the up part. You know, so it gets past that audio and then you go back down. But when you have to go back down, you have to stop filming and start filming again and go back down and whatever, whatever. And then once you're actually ready, you have to film yourself again on the same 
TikTok or whatever. And then once you can go into like the edit, um, edit video clip or whatever, adjust clips or something like that. And then you have to go in there and like shorten or whatever the clips to like fit it things. And you can actually like drag and drop where you want it to go. Um, so I ended up having like to do that. So I just like switched some clips around and like adjust them to like the audio lined up to what I wanted it to be. So it was really annoying. Um, but yeah, I still have glitter on my face from that because I, I got ready for a Christmas party. That's why I looked decent. And then, and so yeah, I, I still have glitter on my face and it's, I washed my face like at least five times already. If, but, yeah. uh, if anyone else was confused by Josette's explanation of how that TikTok worked, don't worry. I promise you, you're not alone. <laughs> that's, that's because it was so confusing. I like, I was literally like, what the frick is going on? Like, I was surprised I even was able to figure it out. We can we can all start a support group together. <laughs> we can all, so yeah, anyway. Too old to understand how TikToks work. <laughs> like I didn't think I was like that old, but people like know how to do things and I don't. Yeah. And I feel left behind. Yep. And I was like, this is kind of annoying. They know how to do it so fast, like seamlessly too. Yeah. There's this one girl I see on TikTok who where she like is filming herself while she's making these TikToks. And so she, like, does her makeup in, like, 0.5 seconds, looks flawless, blah, blah, blah. She has, like, reddish hair. Maybe, I don't know her username. She just pops up on my page sometimes. I'm sure people might know who she is, but she's nuts. She's insane. And I love the transitions that she does. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. It's crazy. TikTok is a whole other world that I'm just, like, I don't think I'm prepared to learn every everything about it. <laughs> well, you did pretty good with it. I mean, you know, your, your head bob one. That was your freestyle. You could do whatever you wanted to. Your transition looked incredible. And then your emoji one was hilarious because, like, three of the four emojis Josette had had to do with some form of her smiling or sticking her tongue out. And in all of them, she has her eyes closed. <laughs> like, that is how wide she smiled, that her eyes just completely look 100% closed. One of them was she had to, she had to like, close one eye, leave the other one open, and stick her tongue out. Nah, Joe was like, nope, we're just gonna go both eyes closed. But it wasn't both. My other eye was, like, barely open, okay? Right. It was open, just, like, barely. It was like, you know? Uh, yeah, okay. You know? <laughs> so, it, it was open, I swear. I could see the screen, so that counts for Look, something. Just, just go to our TikTok page and make fun of Jeff set. That's all you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I smile in general, my eyes get really small, so I'm sure it just doesn't help. The, eh. Oh, man. I don't know. Well, Jeff set, you know, you did good with it. Well done. Challenge uh, passed. So, you know, well done with that. But now, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. Yay! I'm so excited. And I'm so, yeah, I am so excited for this part, too. But before we do that, guys, you know what time it is. That's right. It's ad time. Enjoy this break. You know what, guys? I actually need to apologize because I got a little ahead of myself. We will be talking about Christmas movies, but not just yet. I meant to do something at the start of this episode that I completely forgot about, so we're going to do it right now. What is that, you ask? Josette's looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a chance for Josette to win some money, guys. Ah. Yep. Oh, joy. So, for the longtime listeners of the podcast, you might remember probably like two and a half, three months ago... I introduced a challenge called the 555 challenge, which was where I asked Josette five questions. 
She has five seconds to answer each question, and if she does that correctly, she wins $5. Well, last time didn't go so well. This time probably won't either. I'm going to be completely honest. This time may not, yeah, it may not either, but these are all definitely questions that you should know. But I probably won't. (laughs) And even if just that gets the first one wrong, we'll still ask all five. That way those listening along at home can see whether or not you would have won $5. And if Josette does get all five right, I have the five times multiplier bonus question, where if she gets it right, she can win $25. Oh, shit. No pressure or anything. So it's a special addition to the challenge that we did not have last time. So Josette, I need to know, are you ready to try and win some money? I'm not, but let's do it anyways. (laughs) All right. Question number one. America has 50 states. Which one was the 50th? Hawaii. Question number two. Which two elements make up water? Hydrogen and oxygen. Wait. H2. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what's your answer? Hydrogen and oxygen. H2. Because there's two hydrogen, one oxygen, right? Okay. Question number three. How do you spell the word quiche? Ooh, this one's... I know this one's stupid. It's like... K... K I S C. I don't fucking know, dude. What's your answer? Uh... Q... U... I... S H. That's not even how you spell it. Number four. Water freezes at 32 degrees Fahrenheit. What temperature is that in Celsius? That would be 15 degrees Celsius. (laughs) And your final question. What is 5 times 5 times 5? So you're expecting me to do 25 times 5 right now? Yep. 125. Okay. You know what, Joe? You got three of them right. Oh, joy. (laughs) Hawaii is, in fact, the 50th state. Hydrogen and oxygen do make up water. Took you a minute to like, you really, really almost talked yourself out of that one. <laughs> Anyways. But Keish, you started out really poor. But on your final attempt, you got the Q. So good job on that. It's Q-U-I-C-H-E. Okay. I was like, I know the beginning is super weird. It's not a K, it's not a C. And then I was like, I don't know what the fucking end is, though. (laughs) And then 32 degrees Fahrenheit is zero degrees Celsius. I do not know Celsius at all. I only know know two Celsius temperatures, and it's uh, the the equivalent of 32, 32 degrees Fahrenheit and 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I know the freezing temp and the boiling temp, and that's it. Yeah, I have no, like, zero, zero evidence. <laughs> None. Well, Joe, do you want to you attempt the bonus question anyways to see if you would have gotten it? I'll leave it up to you. Sure. Why not? Okay. If you had gotten them all right, this would have been your $25 question. What are the three branches of government? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the three branches of government are shit, dick, and ass. I don't think <laughs> Uh, no, unfortunately that is incorrect. That should be the correct answer right there. (laughs) 
It is the executive, the legislative, and the judicial. I knew that. You did. <laughs> now that, that you said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but let's be honest, our Congress is pretty shit dick and ass. <laughs> Just gonna point that out there. Just oh, people man. can fight me on it if they want to, but in, in theory, your answer was incorrect. But in actual application, I think there's an argument to be made that you were in fact correct. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was correct. Oh, man. Well, you know, we might do a special DC edition of this when, when we record for our next one. A historical so. one? Like, well, based on history? <laughs> yeah. What was the Declaration of Independence sign? It'd be like 1492. And I was like, that's a actually, but good luck. <laughs> but nice try. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God. Okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. We should, uh, let's move on to movies now. <laughs> That'll just be our final episode. It'll just be a giant quiz show. Right, and be like, oh god, this is not gonna go well. For every answer Josette gets right, she wins a dollar. For everyone she gets wrong, she owes a dollar. <laughs> oh, I end up with like, by the end. Yeah, exactly. I end up with a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh god. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. If you did get all five of those right, please let me know. Just because just I'm curious. But only if you did it within five seconds, people. Okay. Or if you beat Josette. If Josette got it before you, you lost. So good luck because Josette got a couple of those like right off the bat. Okay. So holiday movies. Joe and I watched three of these together. And then the other two we had to do on our own. Because our weekend schedules got kind of just busy. It happens. Yeah. But the ones we did watch together were Holiday, Love Hard, and Klaus. And then on our own, we each watched A Boy Called Christmas and 8-Bit Christmas. Joe, I'm really curious to know how you have these ranked. But before we just like go straight into the rankings, what I want to do is kind of start backwards. So I'm going to start at like my number five, and you tell me where it is for you, and we'll talk about the movie a little bit. Okay. Okay. So, for me, number five is A Boy Called Christmas. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. What do you think of that? Like, I I liked how it was a story. I do like Christmas movies that are people, like, telling stories. I like that sense. I mean, Maggie Smith is her name, right? Yeah, Professor McGonagall. Yeah. Love her as an actress. Loved her. And I especially love what they did with her character at the very end when you figured out who she was. That, mm-hmm. was, that was cute. Uh, the kids were adorable. Yep. Freaking cute. The kid without a tooth. Adorable. <laughs> um, the ending made me kind of like filled my heart a little bit. I was like, oh, it's Christmas, you know. But I just, I feel like the story was, it was a little bit everywhere for me. Like, it was just kind of like, um, there was just a lot of stuff going on, loss of the time. And then, you know, stuff with his dad was kind of weird. Like, oh, he was part of this thing, but he's not really. And is he a good guy? You know, um... Stuff was not really, like, I don't know. It was just kind of everywhere and really fast. And it all kind of didn't really make a lot of sense. But I did appreciate the cinematography choices that they made when they were, like, transferring from, like, the story to, like, the kid's bedroom. I appreciate how they use pieces, like, parts of the areas of the kid's bedroom to come back into, you know, the, st- the, the real life or whatever. I thought that was really cool, what they did with those. Um, yeah, but it just wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite, um... I guess story yeah so my 
here's the thing. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it was a bad movie. No. I think part of its big problem is the other movies that we watched, I just found so much more entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did have a legitimate issue with this movie where it's that I felt as though this movie was made specifically for an audience of children. I feel like that was their direct audience. And it was dark for that. Because the scene with the dad where, you know, the kid is like getting away on the reindeer. I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end of that, but... That was unnecessarily dark for what I felt was a movie directed towards children. I agree. Yeah. You know, because I just felt like it was very apparent that this isn't, you know, meant to be a movie for adults, which is absolutely fine. That's, I'm very okay with that. I think there should probably be maybe more effort put into movies like this for holidays aimed at children. But it, it felt like it was a child drama to me. Yeah. Which yeah. was just strange. It it kind of just left me thinking, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> you know? Like, what if I was a kid? You know? I would... I probably would have freaking cried, honestly. But not out of pure emotion because I had attachment to a character. It's just because, like, the thought of that happening to me would have been terrifying. Yeah. And then also, if you think about it, compared to other, like, Christmas story or Christmas, uh, I don't even know, like, origin story movies that are out there, there's there's better ones. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think, story-wise. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree, too. I, you know, Boy Called Christmas, it didn't really make me laugh at all, either, which I think was a big problem. That, that's really just a, a big problem with it in general, is it didn't really make me feel, period honestly, one way or another. I felt so indifferent about it. Yeah. I wouldn't sit here and recommend it to anyone, but I also wouldn't say you shouldn't watch this movie because, yeah, the cinematography was really nice. I think it was a really pleasant movie to look at. Mm-hmm. To watch, though, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, f- I definitely found myself on my phone during it, mm-hmm. which usually Same. that's a sign that I'm not really into it, but, yeah. you know. All right, Joe. So we both had Boy Called Christmas at number five. What was number four for you? Number four for me was uh, Love Hard. Okay. So we'll go ahead and talk about Love Hard, but for me it was number two. Oh, dang. Yeah. 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 Love Hard was number four for me. I love that movie, first of all. I just feel like the other three were definitely, well, they were my top three. So, Mm -hmm. um... I ranked Love Hard my fourth because I I loved that. I love the story that they did with that. Um, but at the end of the day, I feel like it's just, like, a very typical, like, um, Hallmark-esque movie in the sense that girl who's in a business goes and does this thing according to what her boss wants her to do, goes over there, finds love. Mm-hmm. You know, in that sense. Great movie, though. Definitely great to watch. Um, but I just thought that the story was just, like, it's, it's, you know, it's a classic. It's been done many, many times, but that doesn't make it any less lovable, you know? So, for for me, a big part of the appeal was the, the main character, Jimmy O. Yang. He's great. He was very, very likable and relatable in that role. I agree. Especially me as being someone who certainly identifies as below average 
with self-confidence and and looks and whatnot you know now i've never catfished anyone nor would i ever catfish anyone especially not to that extent but i found him very relatable which may have been part of why i enjoyed it so much more also i i do get what you're saying about you know she went out there because like it's her job to write these articles for her boss and he needed a piece but i think that she actually went out there to see him not necessarily for her job and i think it just happened to work in the story to where they could sort of spin it to where they made it seem like really she had you know the intentions that she did all along Mm -hmm. when that wasn't the reality of it but i thought it was a very very fun cute little movie i liked how you know it very subtly throughout the storytelling you realize that she's kind of starting to do what was done to her yeah it's hard to talk about this without spoiling it too much because yeah. love heart is a new netflix movie so yeah. i don't want to yeah. i want to like talk too too in depth about it but i just really enjoyed it i thought the casting was really good you know i thought the acting was great and i personally just really enjoyed the story of it and the resolution to it as well i, yeah. I thought it was really nice you know when you when you see his dating profile pop up at the end i was like oh yeah. you know I don't know. I I really, really enjoyed that one. Much, I, I expected to enjoy it, but I actually liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, it's a great movie. Like, it really is. Really, yeah. really good. And I watched it twice, because I had watched that before we did this. And I still liked it. I still enjoyed watching it for a second time, even if I watch it, like, literally a week after I watched it the first time. You know? It mm-hmm. was, it's a good movie. It's, like, one of those, like, classics, like, yeah, this has been done 50 million times, but, rev- you know, they just do their own little twist to it, you know? The story. Even though you know the story. And the title is of course like two of their favorite christmas movies which in the movie you know love hard he loves love actually she loves die hard so they mix the you know yeah so it was cool it was cool i loved it i definitely would recommend watching it um all right so that was number four for you yes was love hard it was number two for me so i'm gonna give my number four now which was eight bit christmas where's that fall for you that's number two for me oh okay yeah okay interesting so our three and one are gonna be the same probably okay i i know (laughs) i know for a fact our three and one are the same yeah Yeah. so eight bit christmas four may sound like a low ranking on this one to five scale but i mean for me my two through four are on a totally different level than number five is just much higher than a boy called christmas i agree and eight bit christmas was really fun for me you know it's about this magical story of it features neil patrick harris for one he's pretty much the the titular character throughout this even though he doesn't actually appear much in the movie because it's all about him telling the story of trying to acquire the mystical super nintendo when he was a kid yeah because his daughter really wants a cell phone and he's trying to equate the story like that and i thought it was such a fun little fun little movie I really, really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I really liked it too. I just thought that the way they told the story was really wise. And the, I I feel like when you have a strong group of friends who are, or a strong group of kids who are friends in a movie, it just adds a whole nother layer on to where it just makes it so much more enjoyable because you have that major feel of nostalgia. Yeah. Where you remember running around with kids, hanging out, doing things like that. And it just kind of takes you back. Mm -hmm. I agree. It was it was a really cute movie. 
I like, I mean, watching the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks interesting, but like, I just didn't expect it to be so, it was really cute. It was adorable, you know? And I think the reason why it was, it was, um, so high for me, like in my, in, in my top two, because like, I remember when I was growing up, I wasn't uh, allowed to play video games in my house because my mom thought the same as, as the parents in the show. They're like, they melt your brain, <laughs> like blah, 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 blah. My dad has, he's the complete opposite. Like he loves tech and video games and everything like that. Yeah, my dad would, my dad would literally play the games with me. Yeah, like, it was, it was, so in my house, it was just like, we wanted to, we wanted to experience this, you know, but we just weren't allowed to, and so I could relate to him on that level of, like, wanting something so bad, but never being able to, like, actually, like, obtain it, you know, and at the end, he explains, you know, how he, you know, ended up, you know, getting whatever, but, like, it was just, like, I, I could relate to him in the way, like, of course, I didn't go to the extent that, him and his friends did mostly just because I didn't have friends. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but still hasn't um, changed. <laughs> uh, wipes tears. Kidding. Eye. Kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just really cute because, like, I mean, I'm sure, like, uh, the, the '80s were a crazy time, and I love the way that they portrayed it in the movie. Oh my god, the uh, the Boy Scout scene where they're finding out who won what prizes. I knew that it wasn't gonna be what you know they thought it was yeah but to find out what the actual prize was i I, was like oh my god i could relate to that him my heart literally like shattered for him i was like dude you've got to be shitting me like you've got to be kidding me i would be so pissed like i was pissed for i was so mad i was like you are kidding me like you could just see his face just drop to the floor and when the scene when he finally he finally is like this close to getting it and the bag slips from his hands oh man that one i was like you're kidding you know what though it was so funny because when we were kids you know on a lot of these game shows things like that used to be prizes they would give to kids on some of these game shows like on uh I remember the Carmen San Diego game show or like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, occasionally you would win a bike, but that was like if you made it to the very end of the show. Oftentimes you go away with something educational as your prize. And it's just like No. Who wants to compete for an encyclopedia? <laughs> yeah, I I would be so pissed. But yeah, it was just like there were so many times where he was like this close, you know, he was always like this close. And at the end of the story, he's like, yeah, I never got one for Christmas. You know, like, it, like that doesn't really spoil anything because this whole story is yeah. about, like, you don't get what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the end was great, though. The end was super great. Like, I was literally tearing up. I was like, this is so fucking cute. Like, this is so yeah. cute. The, the end made me feel a little bit, especially because it's sort of like, you know, like, I won't have my dad when I eventually have a kid when they're growing up. So it's just like... You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely like in the end where where you just see his mom, you know, when you see his his dad's cup or whatever. I was like, I literally cried. I was literally like, wow, that's that hit me in the heart. Like that's that's sad. Like that's really yeah. sad. Yeah, it was it was a really enjoyable film. I, it was very I, cute. I would recommend that one for sure. One hundred percent. It was very cute. And then you get to see like it's basically just like kids' excitement. That's kind of the the, the viewpoint. Just like kids really wanting something, you know, or whatever. And yeah. then just like, you know, just learning the true the true meaning of Christmas, you know. At yeah. The end. Although I will say the scene with the power glove, when the kid gets so pissed that he kicks the TV, I literally laughed so hard. Yeah, I looked away for five seconds. I didn't know what was going on, and then oh all, and then all of a sudden the kids were like run, 
And then the kid's like, the dog! And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so I, I was like, rewind like, it. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Oh, and then the man. dad with the power slides just going through it. And I was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking dead. But yeah, good that was stuff. a good one. That was a good one. I love that one a lot. So, number three on both our lists, I know for a fact, is Holiday. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. So there's no way that that was your number one. And that <laughs> no. what your actual number one is Surprise! number two. Not a, no. not a chance in hell. Yeah. Holiday is great. I've seen it twice now. Because I watched it last year as well. And if you haven't watched Holiday yet, you you really should. It's got Emma Roberts and who's the guy though? Do you know who the guy is? I don't know who the guy is, but he's hot and Australian. He's been in a couple things. I've seen him in a couple yeah, things. I've definitely seen his face before. In what? Who knows? <laughs> but well, I'll let you take the lead on Holiday. Yeah. So Holiday is basically about this this girl who is basically just known by her family at least to kind of fuck up relationships. Um not kind of, just, just fully. Fully. She, she fucks up relationships. <laughs> Run, runs away, self-sabotage, that yeah. type of thing. All, all that a lot of, stuff. A lot of people do that. So <laughs> it's it's honestly relatable. Oh, facts. That's probably why I liked it so much. Probably why. But I was just like, it's crazy. So she basically is all like, well, okay, well, I'm never going to find love for the most part. And my family will just never let me live my life. So I'm just going to uh grab this random guy that i met and just like have him as my date in the holidays so at least i don't look like i'm alone that's kind of what her whole plan was because that's what her aunt it was her aunt right but like yeah. that's her aunt yeah that's what her aunt yeah. does her aunt's like her aunt's the one who gave her the idea kind of it's like oh it's a holiday you know you just have mm-hmm. them for the holidays um, and then you never see them again exactly and but you only use them once that's her big thing yeah and then you just ch- chuck it and so uh, that was her plan and then they were just like well We'll just use you, if we don't have a date on that holiday, we'll just use each other, you know. So he, she which this guy. I should also clarify the aunt is played by Kristen Chenoweth, yeah, and she is a major cougar in yeah. that role, one hundred percent, which makes it so much better. It really does. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so she basically finds this guy, and as per usual, you know how all friends with benefits without the sex <laughs> in the movie, at least they're like without the sex. Um works you know in the end you end up catching fails um so so he wasn't really looking for anything serious either because at the start of the movie he is in his own psychotic situation yeah which is hilarious might i add josette's jaw literally dropped a couple times that's some of the stuff that happened which made it even more entertaining for me yeah i was like dude that chick is psycho <laughs> like oh my god just to say some of the things that she did in front of her parents yeah is, in front of her parents is bold like okay like you could definitely see somebody saying that to somebody like in private but she straight out flat out said it in front of her parents and i was like dude i would my parents would probably beat my ass like i'm a 23 year old grown-ass woman my mom would probably just be like you are grounded for your life like how dare you it was a super cute movie. It was really fun to watch. Um, and the cast was awesome. So Yeah, it was. It told a fun little story. There was, you know, the, the of course, natural plot point of, well, you know, one of them catches feels and does the other want to pursue anything, but they go about it in a really dumb way. So Yeah. I also appreciated how it wasn't just your typical holiday movie where, like, they just fall in love the, on a week before Christmas. It was, like, Yeah, it takes a place in a span of, like, time. a year. 
Yeah, so it was like a gradual kind of like falling in love situation. It wasn't just like, it's Christmas. I feel like I talked with my sister about this the other day. I have an issue with like having like first dates or dates in general during the holidays because like there's so much emotion surrounding the holidays that you're just like, I don't want to be alone. And then when the holidays end, you're like, hmm, I don't think I like you as much as I thought I did. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I have like an issue with like those kind of like dates where you're just like, oh, well, it'll be cute to invite them over to like this holiday party or like this thing and then you're just like oh like maybe I do like them and in all honesty since the holidays are just such high emotion and those drop all of a sudden you know after and then you're just like hmm maybe this wasn't you know as good as idea as I thought I was it was so like I know a lot of holiday movies do that they're like I fall in love with Christmas and oh my gosh we're engaged you know two weeks after they do it so I appreciated in this movie how it's like very like it's like a long a long yeah. process through like many different holidays you know well and what I also like is you only see them during a holiday yeah they don't actually talk or hang out outside of whatever holiday it is and Granted, they spend a lot of strange holidays together. Like, I don't know who needs dates for some of these holidays, but hey, you know. <laughs> I've never had a date during Easter. Never had a date during the 4th of July. Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> yeah, especially that. St. Patrick's Day was one, too. Yeah, I can kind of maybe see that, but not really, because I feel like that's mostly just like a friends thing. Like, you yeah, just you just like go to a bar or friends. something like that. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't have a big family get together type no. of thing for that. But I mean, I appreciate that they did incorporate all the holidays, though. Like they didn't just like skip one or whatever. But yeah, but yeah, it was a it's a really fun movie. I I definitely enjoy that one. Um, I just thought Love Hard was a was just more entertaining for me personally, but. You know, they're, they're both great. Okay, so before we get to number one, let's just refresh. So for me, number five was Boy Called Christmas. Number four was 8-Bit Christmas. Number three, Holidate. And number two, Love Hard. Yeah, and for me, that was number five, Boy Called Christmas. Number four, Love Hard. Number three, Holidate. And number two, 8-Bit Christmas. Yes, and now, if you guys remember what our last one is, you obviously know that for both of us, number one, that means that it is Klaus. Yes. Hands down. Wasn't even a competition. There's, like, no chance of anything else on the list. So, w- when I said that my numbers two through four were a whole tier above my number five, my number one is an entire tier above numbers two through four. Oh, yeah. I I mean, Joe, where do we even begin with this? I don't even know, dude. I'm so happy we watched this one together, honestly. Oh, yeah. I'm glad this was not one of the ones that we ended up, like, leaving to the last little bit. Like, we watched this. It was, pr- it was the second movie we watched, right? It was, yeah. Yeah. It was so stinking cute, dude. It is the best telling of Christmas that you can watch. Oh, 100%. I'm not even going to say that I've ever watched. I really think it's that good that it tells the story in such an amazing way that it's it's the best film of its type that you could watch out there. And, and it's an animated film, too. Yes. It's animated, which is adorable. Like, literally, you can watch it 
any age, especially like for families, I feel like it's such a cute freaking film to watch during Christmas. It's so cute. Came out in 2019 too, which yeah. I was like, what? And I can't believe, and like the reason why we put it on our list is because we're like, well, we should probably incorporate like a, you know, animated one in here. And it was also an Academy Award nominator, nomination yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, it's got to be okay. It's got to be decent. But dude, I didn't expect it to be like that good. Like it is so good. Josette and I were like, we could we could spend an entire episode of this podcast talking about this movie. Yeah, it was so so cute, and it's just like the originality of the story. Because you, I've watched so many like Christmas like origin story movies, like A Boy Called Christmas. That's what that was one of them, you know. But like the story is just so different from like any other thing that you've ever. Yeah, watched. because it because so many movies that try and tell an origin story of some sort pretty much only focus on Santa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this tells you the entire, all the pieces of Christmas wrapped yeah. in one. It, you get the the origin of Santa. You get why he wears a red suit. You get why people send letters, which is usually not included in origin stories to Santa. It's just kind of like there. Yeah, why, why kids write to Santa. Yeah, like why is that a thing? It can even includes that. The elves, you figure out how elves became elves. Yeah. I mean... I I remember telling Josette, so this is the most magical retelling of Christmas I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. It's adorable. It's so cute. And Santa's not, again, like Cameron said earlier, Santa's not even, like, really a thing in it. San- yeah, Santa wasn't Santa yeah, <laughs> at no. the start of this movie. That's how far back they start. And it, yeah. and it slowly begins to snowball. Santa then sort of becomes Santa, but he only becomes Santa... Because kids start writing letters, and kids only start writing letters because of this one thing. And it just flows together so perfectly and seamlessly. Yes, and it's cute because it's not like people telling the stories. As the story goes on, you hear these kids telling each other the what they see or what they saw or what, you know. And so they're coming up with the story of Santa themselves. Yes. And it is so freaking adorable. Like... Cameron and I were watching it, and some of the kids' voices, I literally cried because they were so cute. And Cameron's like, are you okay? And I'm like, probably not. <laughs> just said, okay, maybe I do want kids. <laughs> like, their, their, vo- their little voices are just, like, absolutely adorable. It is so freaking cute. Well, and, you know, to, to talk further about your point of, you know, the kids are telling the story about Santa, you know, obviously all these cultures have different stories about Santa and what he does and seeing the sleigh and coming down the chimney. It even talks about why milk and cookies are put out yeah i mean it goes into that much detail it's such a random little piece too it's like oh he likes milk and cookies but then you find out like why they think he likes milk and cookies and so it spirals Mm -hmm. off into this thing and it's just like absolutely adorable because it's this one guy it's this one guy doing it right he's doing everything santa's not really even involved besides like he he yeah. makes the, the things for the kids but the thing is that the he's so large that the, that's all the kids see you know santa santa basically is like the ceo and yeah. he doesn't really do the work exactly but the, he's just the image that the kids see so they're like oh he's the he's the guy doing all this stuff when in reality there's so many things going on behind the scenes it's such a cute little story it's so adorable and Oh, yeah. So my only issue with this movie was I thought it started really slow. And, you know, I would tell anyone, if you can make it past the first 15 to 20 minutes, I, I want to say it was right around there, uh, you're golden. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for an absolutely astonishing film. Yeah. 
like I didn't really know where the story was going the first little bit of the movie I was like what is this and why is this and like because they start off the movie with like um talking about like male you know and you're like why are they talking about male because again nobody starts off the story with Mm-hmm. This is why you write letters to Santa, you know, but the story is literally all about a postman that goes to this town because his father ordered him. He's like this preppy little, like, rich, spoiled little thing who his dad owns a postal company, you know, and his dad's like, to teach you a lesson, I'm going to send you to this town. And this town is like literally the worst, the worst freaking town ever. And he goes, well, I just got to make this amount of money and I'm out of here. You know, that's how the story starts. And you're just like, where is this going to go? Like, what? why is there a postman? Because, again, when you think of Christmas, you're like, why the fuck is there a postman? Like, this is this is Christmas. Like, where where is this going? Yeah, the, the postman is the titular character in this film. Yeah. It's yeah. not even Santa. Yep, exactly. And so it was just so different and so refreshing. And, it like, literally, I cried multiple times. And I don't usually cry during Christmas movies. Like, oh, my oh, God. I'm yeah, the, like, end, the end got me, too. Dude. Like, I didn't cry, but I was, I said just as, like, I feel like I'm about to tear up. Yeah, it was just so <laughs> cute. It was like such a, like a heartwarming film, like because you grow along with the character in the movie. You know, you're kind of like, oh, okay, like yada yada yada, and then you're well, like, oh, that's and, cute. Oh, that's nice. And you know? you know, it's just that whole reminder that kids have so much innocence and so much imagination. And you know, you've got this town that's at war, but the kids literally could not give less of a shit about it, and. Ah, I just, I cannot get over how amazing this movie was. And I will probably never get over how amazing this movie was. And for the very foreseeable future, I will tell everyone, please watch this movie and tell me what you think. Because I was that amazed by it. Yeah. And then their main point in the movie was one small act of kindness sparks another. That's the same, they said that saying like over and over and over in the movie. And then you see, and then I love how they even added that little part of like how the naughty nice list came to be and how kids are like, you know, yes. like being good or bad or whatever. They added that little bit in there and I was like, this is adorable. Like there's just so yeah. many little tiny pieces of the movie that if you like, you blink, you missed it basically, you know? Yeah, you really do need to pay attention to this movie if you sit in, and it's not to say like, not, not really that if you blink, you miss something. Yeah. But you're going to be doing yourself a disservice if you try and sit on your phone or, you know, do anything else while you're watching this film. Because if you truly give it all of your attention as you're watching it, it will be such a rewarding experience. Yes, you'll realize all the little pieces and all the little details that they put in there to, like, make it Christmas, you know? So it was just like, I don't know. It's literally so cute. And I will watch it probably multiple times this Christmas and probably every Christmas to come. Because I just love it so much. I know, and think came out two years ago, and I know suddenly it was just like, oh, <laughs> right. And it was one of the best things I've ever seen. Like, like just movies in general. It's one of the best I've seen. Oh, one hundred percent. And my sisters, it's so funny. Like, I had asked them if they'd watch the movie because after I was done watching it, I was like, "Have you guys seen this movie?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we watched that when it came out." And I was like, "You never thought to tell me, like, hey, this is a really <laughs> good movie. You should watch it with us. Like, what is this?" And so they're like, "Oh yeah, it's so good." And I was just like, "Screw you!" Like. Where was my invitation? Well, I'm happy that we got to share that experience together. I agree. Yes. It was very nice. Oh, man. Well, that was that for the five movies that we watched this week, which if you watched along, that's awesome. Please, please let us know what you thought of the movies. Give us your own ranking of them. This is such a fun experience, and we would love to to hear what you guys thought of these. Or even if you only watched one or two of them, let us know what you thought, please. Yeah, yeah definitely. But... 
There are some uh, some older Christmas flicks that are out there. Yes. That Josette and I are big fans of. Yes. Which we didn't even tell you guys which ones these were before, because we've watched them enough to where we don't even need to rewatch them yeah. to know how we feel about them. Yeah, for sure. So we went ahead and ranked these ones as well, and the movies are, in no particular order, Just Friends, Elf, The Grinch, Home Alone, and The Santa Claus. Which, it's Claus with C-L-A-U-S-E, it's with Tim Allen, so. Now, Joe, which of those is number five? My number five, I feel like, is not... I feel like people are going to give me shit for it. My number five is The Grinch. Oh my god! Let's go! Is that yours too? <laughs> yes! Like, I was not expecting that! I I like The Grinch. Like, um... Sorry if I just blew out anyone's speakers. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry! Um, I like, I like The Grinch, don't get me wrong. It's a great Christmas movie. I don't watch it every year, but I appreciate it, you know, if, you know, somebody wants to watch it. I don't mind. Um, but it's definitely not a Christmas movie that I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to watch The Grinch this year. You know what I mean? It's Same. a cute story. I love, I love it so much. My sister, my younger sister, Kimsey, she obsessed with that movie simply because of, like, the Where Are You Christmas song or whatever that Cindy Lou Who sings. <laughs> So every Christmas, like, when we were growing up, she just played that over and over and over and over. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. She would, like, rewind the movie, like, rewind the VHS, you know, to that part of the song and, like, listen to it. And then be like, oh, and I was like, dude, I will slap you. You got to stop. Um, I did appreciate growing up, though, is that the v- our VHS was green. It was, like, a bright green, like, neon green ah, VHS cool, tape. Yeah. Loved that. So that was always exciting. The Grinch, the Grinch is good, and and ranking it five by no means am I saying it's not a good holiday movie. No. It's just, compared to these other four, I, I don't think it stacks up at all. Personal opinion, of course. I think that you and I are actually really going to be in the minority there. Probably. No, I, I'd be really surprised if many other people were to rank this five. I know some people who really are obsessed with The Grinch, so... Yeah, and, and again, you know, I do like it. It's a fun little movie, but it just... It's like a eh, yeah. Christmas movie for me. Yeah, I agree. That, that's really the best way to explain it. All right, Joe. Number four. What you got? For for me, my number four is The Santa Claus. For me, um, I, I am going to put Elf there because wow. I did not grow up watching Elf. Your list is going to be so unpopular. <laughs> yeah. I didn't grow up. Like, I'm not saying I hate Elf. Um, it's similar to our other list where it's kind of like five is kind of there and then everything else is kind of, you know, more decent. Um, I love Elf. I just like, I didn't watch it till I was in my teens and I don't think I, I appreciated it as much because of that. Mm. That's a possibility. I, I really did enjoy Elf and I, and I still do a lot and I'll talk more about it later on in my list. Um, cause it's not my number four, but yeah, Elf is really popular for for good reasons, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm not going to hate on you for putting it at number four. No, That's okay. It's a really entertaining movie. Like, I love, like, I'll watch it with my family during the holidays. Like, we'll just, like, get together. We'll, we'll, and Elf is an option that comes up, you know, and I don't mind watching it. Um, and it's got a great story behind it as well. And I love Will Ferrell. Like, I watch all the stuff he's in. He's great. I love him so much. It's just, I guess, um, to me, connecting Christmas with that is not really, like, what I do. Because, I, I, again, 
it wasn't like a Christmas movie that I watched growing up. So I kind of just like watched yeah. it one day and I was like, oh, this movie's fine. Uh, Zoe Deschanel, I will always watch anything she's ever in. Like, I love her so much. Um, but yeah, it's just there. It's just there. And I watch it, you know, if people want to watch it with me. But otherwise, it's kind of like not really a movie that I rewatch every year unless presented with yeah. like, the option too. So. so where's the Santa Claus at for you? Uh, for me personally, um, the Santa Claus is and ha- has been a Christmas movie that I've rewatched every year because when it came out, that's what me and my family watched growing yeah. up. So every Christmas we'd watch the Santa Claus. Um, and so that one, for me, for nostalgic purposes, uh, is number one. That's funny. So your number four is Elf, but Elf is my number one. And my number four is Santa Claus, but it's your number one. So what is it about the Santa... Is it just the nostalgia? Or, I mean, is it really the movie itself, too, that really... I mean, first of all, uh, I had a huge crush on Charlie growing up. Thought he was hot as shit. (laughs) Um, So that helped, for sure. He got even hotter in the second movie. Appreciated that. Especially when he was, like, spray-painting the school. I was like, this kid got... He's got a bad boy side. This is great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, huge crush on Charlie. Loved him. He was the cutest kid. Um, I don't know. I think it was just, like... It, was, it, it really represented the magic behind Christmas. Yeah, I liked the the new take that it had. And I say new, um, even though it is an older movie, but I still haven't really seen a Christmas movie done this way, period, or before this. Yeah. The, the story of Santa. Yeah. You yeah. know, who thinks, oh yeah, let's kill Santa. Right. <laughs> and now this guy has to take over <laughs> and learn everything about it. Yeah. So it was really fun. I think it was just really cool to see, like, him take on the role of Santa and learn and grow. Because he's kind of, like, he starts off more of, like, a like a Grinchy character, I guess you could say. Where yeah. he's, like, Christmas is stupid. Like, what is all this crap? Like, my kid believes in he's Christmas. Like, Christmas is doubting terrible. everything that's happening as well. Yeah. 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 I think the ending was a really good... I, I think the ending was done really well. Yeah. I guess yeah. is the way that I want to say that. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he, like, is all like, oh, Christmas is magical. Christmas is great. Like, everyone should believe in Christmas, you know? So yeah. you just see, like, this whole 360 that he does or whatever. And then, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy that movie a lot. I do watch yeah. it every year. So. And then, you know, for me, so so now that I've already said Elf is my number one, it's just such a fun movie. I, that's, that's the easiest way to explain it. It is a very, very fun movie. You know, Will Ferrell was great for that role. Uh, I love the fact that, you know, his father was such a Grinch type of person and just so against the idea of, you know, everything that's happening, really. And Will Ferrell has this pure, blissful ignorance, for the better or worse, That he's just, you know, all about Christmas and celebrating all these things. And he doesn't really know any other way. And he doesn't let it stop him from doing anything, no matter how weird people think he is. I just, I feel like it's just a really, really fun, easy to watch film that you can just put on whenever. And it just makes you feel good. Yeah, it's a really cute movie. It's very cute. Alright, so that leaves us with Home Alone and Just Friends. Yes, yes it does. Which, so... I'm going to preface uh, my ranking here by, I will say Home Alone is number three for me and Just Friends is number two. Uh, same with me. Yeah. But I'm going to state that is for me. <laughs> because in general, in terms of Christmas movie, I think Home Alone probably would rank higher than Just Friends. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a classic for one. I think it's also a 
better quote unquote Christmas movie, but I enjoy Just Friends more. I agree. Simple as that. Yeah. Home Alone is great. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic film. Yeah. If you haven't seen Home Alone, what the hell are you doing? I know, right? They like... literally just released another one. <sighs> why? Yeah. Why do they? I don't keep know doing why they that. keep doing that because after the third one, I was just like, uh, "This is terrible." Like I stopped. Wa- like I, I literally pressed play on the third one, and I was like, "I can't do this." Macaulay Culkin is gone. There's no point. Like this is uh, a. Kinda... They should just like do one in thirty years where. They'll do like a Home Alone remake and Macaulay Culkin and Kieran Culkin both play the bad guys. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. <laughs> but yeah, Home Alone's great. I don't even need to talk about that one. No. It's a fantastic Everybody movie. Everybody knows what it is. And if you don't, you're literally living under a rock and you probably even aren't listening to this podcast right now because you don't know what the internet <laughs> is. But just, just Friends, definitely not as popular. But, but Ryan Reynolds... An original role for him. And then, you know, the big features in that are Amy Smart and Anna Faris. Anna Faris, yeah. All three people who I just absolutely love watching them. Yeah, agreed. And I don't know what it is about Just Friends that I love so much, honestly. Because Ryan Reynolds is such an asshole in this movie. I know, he so much is. Maybe that's why I like it so much. And I was like, damn, I would kiss the ground Ryan Reynolds walks on. Even if he acted like that towards me. Like, he really is just such a dick. And, you know, Amy Smart plays the the neighborhood good girl so well in this film. Yeah. Which is crazy because that's so far off of the roles that she have that's so far off of what she would normally play in a lot of other movies i mean in road trip she was unknowingly to her credit the side piece (laughs) so in crank she was like yeah i don't know no one's ever seen crank so i'm not even gonna go (laughs) i have never even heard of jason statham um but yeah i i I just really enjoy Just Friends. You know, Fat Ryan Reynolds in that movie is fantastic. Yeah. It's like Fat Schmidt with New Girl. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was just so cute, and I do watch that. Like, ever since I watched it the first time, I definitely watch that every Christmas, because it's, I, I don't know, it's just... Like... Which, which I I will briefly talk about the plot, though. So, yeah. Because I, I feel like this one isn't quite as popular. Yeah. Really, you know, Ryan Reynolds was very unattractive in high school mm-hmm. and he had a huge crush on his friend played by amy smart who is like the popular attractive girl in high school and they're best friends he wants more doesn't know how to tell her he's too nervous too so they're quote unquote just friends you know as he gets older he gets in shape he like gets his teeth fixed he's pretty much you know he's ryan reynolds like the dude's good looking <laughs> Simple yeah. as that. yeah he is. <laughs> you know uh, he's really successful, and he's dating an absolute psychopath in Anna Ferris. <laughs> and he goes back to town, reconnects with Amy Smart's character, and wants to date her, and doesn't want to be just friends anymore. Yeah. But then he has to compete with, you know, one of the guys back from school where they grew up, and this guy's a... Uh, an EMT, and he's really good looking, and this guy's not quite the dick. Yeah seemingly seemingly and i don't it's just a it's a fun little christmas film it, and it is a christmas film because it takes place during christmas all time. time yep yeah yeah so it's really cute i really do like it and i definitely recommend it it's like an older one right it's like 2000s ish yeah, yeah definitely yeah but yeah i'd say early 2000s probably yeah, something like that. Early, early to mid yeah yeah 
It's really cute, though. So, yeah. So, just as a refresher, for those, uh, my number five is The Grinch. Number four, The Santa Claus. Number three, Home Alone. Number two, Just Friends. And number one, Elf. I'll tell them yours, Joe. So, Joe Seth's number five was The Grinch. Joe Seth's number four was Elf. Her number three was Home Alone. Her number two was Just Friends. And her number one was The Santa Claus. Yes. So let us know how bad Josette's rankings are. <laughs> if you love Elf, I'm so sorry. I t- I, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying... Out if of you the list, love The Grinch, we're both sorry, but we're really not sorry. Not so. really. You know, it's a great one. Love Jim Carrey. But, like... I also love the cute little cartoon that they did recently with Benedict Cumberbatch. I thought that one was really cute. But, again, it's just not something that I was like, oh, The Grinch, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed that, though. Uh, however, we've got to wrap it up now. It's time for Josette to give me her challenge. And I'm really curious to see what's going to happen here. Because, I mean, we leave for DC over the weekend. Yeah. So uh, the question is, is it something I can do before DC? Or is it something I'm doing while I'm in DC? I am going to do it before. And I'm going to keep it simple. Um, because I know we'll probably get up to a lot of good shenanigans over there. Um, but I, if there's one thing you know about me, it's that I love wrapping presents. Oh, I already really don't like where this is going. I hate wrapping presents, guys. That's not a secret. I'm I'm so bad at it. Yeah. I'm horrible at it. Cameron, when we used to live together, he'd be like, you want to wrap my presents? (laughs) I had, I would have Josette wrap my presents to people. Yeah. Because she's so good at it and I am so god awful. (laughs) So. Like, that's the thing. When I say I'm bad, you're you're honestly not giving me enough credit at how bad I am. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I've seen his present wrapping skills. <laughs> it's fine. They could use improvement. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Anyways, I love wrapping presents. It's, like, literally the most magical part of my Christmas, personally. I love, like, finding different wrapping papers and different designs and doing different things. I go all out. I love it. It's my favorite. She really does. I, I love watching Joe Set's rapping. I'm not even kidding. It's so entertaining. It's it, it's she's so precise. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's an art. Okay, um, but yeah. So my challenge to you, Cameron. Um, I know you know that you usually just like you're you're shipping gifts to friends and stuff, so you don't technically really need to wrap anything for the most part. But um, uh, so my challenge to you this week. Uh, is I know we're doing a lot on TikTok, but I feel like it's the holidays and a lot of people are posting holiday content and I just thought it would be cute to have you post a little, a little like, a uh, little thing for, for our podcast page, you know, and be like, oh, a little gift from us to you guys for the holiday season. You it's know? my dick in a box. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I... And we're banned. <laughs> done taking off of all the platforms um so uh, i want you to uh find three different wrapping styles uh you can oh, find God. them anywhere you can f- there's lots of wrapping shit on tiktok if you want to follow that but three different wrapping styles um you can pick whatever you want but it has to be a theme you know it can't just be like some some little uh i don't know snowman paper that you got from the dollar store like it has to be like a cute little cute little holiday gift wrapping theme you know so i need like three different types of wrapping paper is what you're saying well three different like styles so you know how some people do like pleats in their wrapping some people do like 
Um, I don't know. Some people do, like, basic wrapping but do something really fancy with bows. Some people, like, do stamps okay. on the wrapping paper. Just, like, three different styles that you find cute. Um, okay. Whether that be, you know, certain wrapping paper or whatever. Just, like, cute cute styles of wrapping. Um and then one of the items, this, you can literally wrap random boxes throughout your house. You don't have to actually buy anything. But one of the <laughs> items does have to be an odd item. So, like, it has to be, like, something, like, weird, like, a mug that's not in a box. Or, like, a ball. You know, something really awkward that's, like, really weird. Like, somebody would dread to wrap during the holidays. <laughs> really annoyed yeah. right now. <laughs> so, one, of, one item has to be that. You can wrap it in whatever way you want. And putting a bow on it and calling it good does not count. But... Um, but yeah, you just make a cute little, like, gift wrapping TikTok and be like, happy holidays from all the Dirty Little Secrets podcast. <laughs> and then, and then just do that, you know? You know, this could be really beneficial, though, because I was telling Jess that, uh, you know, now that I live alone and I have my house and I can paint on my walls all different types of ways, I have one wall in one of my spare rooms that's red. And I would love to do, like, a little Christmas scene. And take a photo to send holiday cards to to my friends. There you go. So you know the the quote unquote presents that I wrap could fit into my uh, my little holiday scene. Yeah, there you go. And people be like, "Wow, you wrapped those?" And be like, "Yes, I did." You know. Yeah, it took me seven hours to wrap three presents. <laughs> like I tried my best. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be great. You'll be fine. The TikTok is gonna end with. Uh, me holding a knife saying, Josette, I'm going to see you soon. <laughs> see you in D.C. <laughs> just be like, oh, God. I will sleep with one Oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. God, yeah, I hate rapping so, <laughs> yeah. so much. You guys really don't understand how much I hate <laughs> rapping. I know a couple of our friends right now also know how much I hate rapping, and they're probably laughing their asses off. This is my challenge. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so I God. hope you have an incredible, incredible time. Good luck yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. May God be with you, you know. Merry Christmas. <laughs> bah, <humbug>. bah. <laughs> very fitting, very fitting indeed. Alright guys, well, that'll do it for us today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope to have content from DC yes. for our next episode. And maybe some guest hosts. Yes, possibly that as well. Uh, and if we win the hundred thousand dollars, then we're gonna have a really cool episode in store. <laughs> right? Maybe maybe it'll sound better. <laughs> New quality. Oh man, be a fun story. That's for sure. No facts. Yeah, one hundred percent. We have to get drunk off our asses if that happens I <laughs> to agree. celebrate. I agree. One hundred percent. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yet again. Please let us know in our comments if you guys listen to anything uh, on our list, what your thoughts on them, if you want to rank them for us yourselves. And also, don't forget to go and watch Josette's TikToks on our TikTok account as well. But that'll do it for us. But before we head out, we got one last thing for you. And remember, two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead.